everybody. It is Thursday, beginning of the quarter, 1st of October, and our market doing really rather well. I wrote yesterday about the possibility that the end of quarter brought about some window dressing or futures shenanigans, and whatever happened at the end of the quarter might reverse the next day, and that seems to be happening today. We were down a rather awful 136 points, or 2.29% yesterday, which didn't match up with a 48-point fall on Wall Street yesterday morning. And this morning, we had futures up 11, and our market is now up 85. So we are recovering what we lost at the end of the quarter, which does look like it was some end of quarter aberration. We are recovering that today. Overnight, Wall Street was up 329 points. That's 1.2%, but there was a bit of a Dow Jones thing. NASDAQ was up 0.74, S&P up 0.8, so mildly positive. And there were a series of fairly good economic numbers out of the US yesterday. Chicago PMI, pending home sales strong. The ADP private employment numbers were pretty good. And the second quarter GDP got slightly revised up. Irrelevant, really. And in Australia, we've got 15 cases, two deaths. And today I have put the major market themes into a little box for you. I found myself writing a little paragraph of everyone. I thought it was probably better just to put them in a box. And you'll see in the strategy piece today, positive market themes, things like vaccine development hopes, possibility of a US stimulus package that does seem to be making a little bit more progress than it has been recently. Australian case numbers coming down, US economic numbers implying some recovery, possible Australian rate cut next week on October the 6th, Tuesday, and possible stimulus from the budget next week. So the double punch of monetary and fiscal policy working together. Also the global and Fed or US Fed accommodative policy settings have to be put down as a positive market theme, although it's been running for a long time now, since the GFC in fact. And negative market themes, general sort of peaking out of the market, market in a bit of a downtrend. No US stimulus deal, although we might get one of course. A winter wave in the Northern Hemisphere. I was talking to a friend of mine who's in the City of London yesterday and he was saying that Boris Johnson has lost some faith with the populace and there is talk of political revolution. We wouldn't want that. Creating more uncertainty for us, not in the same month as a US election, but there we go. The winter wave continues. He couldn't believe that we have been in curfew in Victoria, not allowed within outside five kilometers of being at home. All they have as a restriction is a limit on six people. He was off to play golf with his mates, and yet their case numbers are flying along relative to us. We are in a bit of a world of our own here. And as I say, he couldn't believe we've been doing this for six months now. There you go. Other negative market themes, EU-UK trade talks seem to be failing. US-China relationship seems to be disintegrating. We have US election uncertainty ahead. Vaccine delays is a possible negative. The US market being expensive is another negative. And US exposure, like a rock in a sock to overpriced tech stocks is obviously a risk. I see the guys have written up a Newswire comment today, which was the best outcome for financial. This is a US comment. The best outcome for financial markets is a stimulus deal now, a Biden victory and a Republican Senate. And I'll come to a bit of politics later, but it does seem that 
Certainty is what they are after in the US on the political front, and the last thing they need is no clear victor. Anyway, more of that in a minute. Now, technically, I've got a picture of the ASX 200 chart in the newsletter today. Technically, after the sell-off yesterday, the market has a rather ugly short-term look to it. We are still in this sideways trading range, but we're looking like we're going to test the bottom of that range rather than the top at the moment. Although today's reversal is obviously helpful, but this is not a chart that suggests enthusiasm. And I think on that basis, we're still happy to be where we are at the moment, which is slightly more cashed up than we would be if we were confident of a bull market. Now we've made a small change to the portfolios today. You've probably seen the iron ore price up three and a half percent overnight. The name of the game is buying stocks that are in a long-term uptrend, bottom left to top right stocks. Fortescue Metals is one of those. It's recently fallen 20.14 percent from bottom to top. It started pick up. There's technical buy signals. BHP, by the way, also fell 12.1%, Rio 9.8. If you're a longer term investor in BHP and Rio, you might choose this bit of timing as well to buy some of those. But we're just going to be adding a little bit to Fortescue in the growth and the income portfolio. Credit Suisse notably upgraded it today or no big deal. They just upgraded their recommendation from something like underperformed to neutral or something innocuous like that. Don't know why they bothered. And although the numbers look very good on Fortescue Metals. I put the stock box in there, PE of seven times and a yield of 14.3. Can you believe? Those numbers are a little bit irrelevant because all resources stocks tend to follow around their underlying commodity price and Fortescue certainly follows the iron ore price. And I've got a chart of the iron ore price overlaid on the FMG share price in the newsletter today. And you'll see that relationship. If the iron ore price comes off significantly from here, Fortescue is not going up, I can tell you, but it is a bottom left to top right stock. We'll just choose this moment of timing to add a little bit to our holdings, probably 1% both. You might call it pyramiding in, I suppose, although really you do that with the liquid stocks when you're not quite sure. There we go, adding a little bit to the FMG holdings. And I've also put in the broker research today. There are three brokers there with target prices 10 to 20% above the current share price. There are some that don't agree with that, of course, but it all depends on your iron ore price forecast. Right, reaction to the US debate. I've written this paragraph. I'm not supposed to talk about politics. It's one of the golden rules of newsletter writing, but I don't think this is politics. This is more factual. I'll read you the paragraph I've written today, which is quite deeply felt. And at some point, I just have to crack and say what I think. So I'll read you the paragraph I've written. I'm not sure the American forefathers, when they established their systems of governance and justice, which presumed the integrity of the president's office and distributed power accordingly, had anticipated that privilege being wielded for shallow, spiteful, narcissistic, egocentric, personal presidential goals. The president's office has replaced character, honesty, independence and integrity with a cocktail of intimidation, fabrication and bullying that is used to protect an obsession with personal approval. The debate yesterday revealed the depths to which American politics has sunk in four years. To say that the office of president has become an international joke risks minimizing the seriousness of the situation. November the 3rd has transcended politics. It is about Americans endorsing or not the trajectory of their national character. Stability, integrity and respect or likes and hate. Good luck, America. Right, moving on from that. Finally today, some technical observations. After yesterday, I thought we'd be bombarded with sell 
signals, but that hasn't really been the case. There are a few in there, you can see them in the strategy piece, and very limited buy signals as well. Neomap had an interesting little buy signal. That's a tech stock that is a bottom left to top right chart, has had quite a significant dip, just started to firm up a little. Otherwise, I've put in a list today of charts of oversold stocks, and these are basically stocks that are going down. Have a look at those. There are a few that are just showing signs of turning. Although I would tell you, we have learnt over the years, as I tried to emphasize in the strategy piece yesterday, that buying stocks that have bottomed, unless they're bottom left to top right charts over a long period of time, they're just trading signals. So you really need to look at some of these charts over a longer period of time and decide, is this a stock I want to invest in or am I just having a little trade on a bounce? Anyway, most of these are not in uptrend. They're significantly oversold. And for traders, it's probably of more use than investors. You probably want to look by signal or look for the turning point in these charts. And almost none of them have got one yet. There is one interesting one in there, which is a bottom left to top right chart recently. And that's mineral resources. They do significant business with China. That share price is off from $30 to $24.75, somewhere around there. Tiniest of buy signals. MACD improving might interest some of you as a trade. Right, so that's about that for today. As I leave you, market up 85, solid performance. Banks getting left behind, which suits us because we don't hold them anymore. Resources leading. Technology uh, doing okay, not fabulous. Gold mixed and energy doing a little bit better. That's about that for today. You have a good day. I will speak to you tomorrow. Thank you.